Good morning. It is 1045 in the morning, August 31st in the year of our Lord, 2022. I greet you all in Jesus Christ's mighty name. And we are out doing aircraft spotting today. Now, many of you ask the question, what in the world is aircraft spotting? It's pretty much the same thing as airplane spotting or plane spotting. Except we are also out... And that was my screen locking, by the way. We are also out uh, spotting for any and all aircraft, which is why I like to say aircraft spotting over plane spotting. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with plane spotting, mind you. But when I think of plane spotting, I think of people who are only out spotting for airplanes. And there's much more to what I want to do than just spotting planes in the sky and or hopefully someday planes coming in for a landing and even uh, takeoffs that I will be able to spot. Uh, At this current location where I'm at though, not very likely to happen. Uh, However, we did get that uh, Bell Medevac helicopter that was landing in the field and we were able to spot that but see a plane spotter primarily is spotting for airplanes and I want to I want to go beyond spotting for airplanes and spot aircraft in general so let's go ahead and we'll put this on pause And hopefully, we'll have some aircraft that we can spot in the hours to come. A little bit of an update for you all. It is 53 minutes past 10 o'clock. And there is a little bit of a wind. Nothing major. Um, It may uh, prohibit some smaller aircraft. Uh, from flying. I have not checked winds aloft um, and I have not checked pilot reports either. Uh, So maybe pilot reports between KLBE and KJST would be uh, something worth looking into. Uh, But I have not done that. We are getting some ground surface winds here. Like I said, nothing major Uh, But, you know, your little Piper Cubs and uh, Cessna 150s, for example, uh, may have a bit of a hard time flying through. If the uh, winds are more uh, severe uh, than they are here on the ground. And usually when we have winds that are... Uh, you know, here on the uh, ground surface, we usually have stronger winds higher up. So uh, we'll have to see how all this plays out. And we will definitely uh, continue this recording process uh, as we continue this Wednesday afternoon of aircraft spotting in New Florence, Pennsylvania. It is now 13 minutes past 11 in the morning and we are still outside looking for
for aircraft to get recorded for you all to hear. Um, thinking that one's probably going to fly over just as I head into the house. <laughs> that usually happens to me. I, I go to uh, record something, right? I finally say, well, you know what? It's too hot out here. We're heading into the house and then one flies over. But we will stay out here a little longer and uh, see what happens. Maybe a Cessna or an Airbus or something will fly over. And we'll be able to uh, record that when it does. Well, it is now six minutes past 12 and we are still outside aircraft spotting and enjoying our wonderful Wednesday afternoon now good afternoon to uh, everybody who is listening to this recording Uh, wherever you're listening thank you and i hope that this recording brightens your day one of these days i want to go and do this stuff live uh but with the lack of aircraft that we have flying in the area and how dispersed they really are throughout the day, it doesn't really add up to do it live. You know, it it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to say, oh, well, you know what, we're going to broadcast live. So we're out broadcasting live and no aircraft fly over, right? For like four hours. And so it it doesn't really add up. It, It doesn't really make sense to to do something like that so we stick with a recorded format where we record the aircraft that fly over Uh, we edit it down and then we publish that recording somewhere either on youtube or on the podcast uh, the, the Brother Timothy Clark podcast. It is now 22 minutes past the top of the hour. It is 22 minutes into the afternoon. And I really do hope that everybody is doing well who uh, is both listening to this and those who are not listening to this. I, 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 <clears throat> hope, I hope that uh, every family and... Uh, Every person is staying safe and well taken care of. Uh, We are still out here aircraft spotting and enjoying this wonderful Wednesday afternoon. Okay, it is now 27 minutes past the top of the hour. Let me go around this way. I am in my backyard And we have a little canopy thing set up here. And I thought, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and go back here and let's see how this uh, canopy does for a long time in the sun. And aircraft spotting. This is going to be 
interesting for sure. And y'all are coming along with me for the ride, I suppose. We're gonna come in here. We're now in the canopy. I'm gonna lean my cane up against this pole right there. And find us a good chair here. I just passed one. That's not quite the one that I'm looking for. I am looking for a specific chair here. And if I cannot find that chair, that'll be okay. Make do with the chair that is in here. I am hearing an aircraft. Maybe coming back here was a good idea for aircraft spotting, let me tell you. All right, let's go ahead and get the information on that aircraft. It sounded like a helicopter of some sort. Let's go ahead and get the information, and we will let you all know what it is. M373LF, aircraft type EC45, origin, 42PN, destination, PN32, 142 miles per hour, 3,200 feet. M373LF. 
button, skip button, nav option, natural engine, play, fast forward, nav option, PN3242 PN error, more details, Indiana RG, Allegheny General Hospital Emergency. Okay, I'm taking a look here. Our aircraft 12, is uh, origin from Allegheny, Allegheny General Hospital General Emergency, Hospital emergency to yeah Allegheny General Hospital Indiana Emergency to Indiana RGNL uh, Hospital. This is, I believe, an EC-45. Kawasaki EC-145. And twin turbo shaft. Our tail number for that aircraft is November 373 Lima Foxtrot. And it uh, was a wonderful capture of that aircraft. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a look at how I spot the aircraft. Uh, and that was through FlightAware. There are other apps that I will use. Uh, Plane Finder, FlightRadar24, these are all wonderful go-to applications for uh, aircraft uh, tracking. Let me tell you folks, that EC-145 is always awesome to hear. Not not because, you know, it is a life flight. Um, but more along the lines of because it is a rotor-based aircraft. And I have a thing for rotor-based aircraft, okay? I'm just going to shoot straight with you. You know, like a gyroplane, right? A gyroplane is all rotors. And even though it is half helicopter, half airplane, it is absolutely amazing. I, I would say that a gyroplane, a gyroplane <clears throat> was the first hybrid helicopter airplane, right? Because you need a runway to take off in a gyroplane. You also have rotors on a gyroplane. Now, rotors are common on helicopters. However, on the other hand, a runway is common for airplanes. So I feel like... <clears throat> I, I feel like there is a bit of a common duality there. Uh, where they are both... You know, where, where you have the hybrid of an airplane and the hybrid of a helicopter <clears throat> put into one aircraft. So I feel like the helicopter and the uh, airplane, the hybrid, really came about uh, as a result of the gyroplane.
as I was talking, there was a jet that flew over and it just uh, left the area. I'm going to go ahead and put this on pause and we will find out what that was. Charlie Golf, Charlie Golf Lima, uh, strange uh, tell number. And I'll just go ahead and show you guys right here on the screen here. Uh, it is a very strange tell number. Let's pull this up here for you guys. You can see Charlie Golf Sierra. Sierra Golf Lima. And <clears throat> it is a very odd tail number because generally aircraft. Um, even the. Like, how, how do I want to say this? Even the business aircraft don't have that kind of a tell number so it is going from either way it is going from and, and this is also weird because it's not it doesn't look like it's privately owned it is going from cumberland maryland back to cumberland maryland so this is what i'm going to do at this point I'm going to open up Flight Radar 24 and I'm going to take a look and just see if I can get a little bit more information on I'm going to just see if I can get a little bit more um, information as to that aircraft and I could just punch in the tell number. I may, I may wind up doing that. Let's go ahead and go to nearby. We're gonna go probably 16 miles by now. There it is. So, it's going to tap on this, and let's see if it'll give me a bit more information as to the aircraft. Scheduled departure, N slash A, status, schedule, airline, Sander Geophysics, equipment, C-208, CGSGL, CGSGL, N slash A, N slash A, slash C-208, slash CGSGL. So it's a C-208. N slash A, aircraft, Cessna 208B Grand Caravan. Uh, Cessna Grand Caravan. CGSGL, 15 miles away. Some type of physics company owns it. It's 15 miles away by now. Um, very unique. Uh, aircraft. Closing But uh, there it is. Um, I, I find it to be a little odd that um, a Cessna caravan would be registered in such a odd uh, manner. I'm try to find a better place to put this because that's not going to work there. Um, Maybe if I turn it like this, will that sit there? Yeah. 
So, um, fascinating that the uh, Cessna would be so hard to track down. Uh, generally, a Cessna, uh, all Cessnas generally have a N number um, instead of a number that starts with a C. That That is very bizarre. Um, not to say that I haven't seen this before, but generally when you have a tail number that doesn't start with N, uh, you're, you're not a private aircraft um, for, for one thing. And another thing is you're probably some type of a agricultural or uh, perhaps military, although there's a large majority of military that do have an N number as well. Uh, again, dependent on the aircraft, dependent on the branch, dependent on... I mean, there, there's, there's a whole list of, of things that that go into uh, all of that. So uh, I, I just find it fascinating because the general applications of Cessna caravans are that of N numbers. So um, definitely a, uh, a an interesting use case there for sure. Well... We have officially been outside for the better part of two hours straight. And uh, what a blast. Seriously, what a blast. I I have honestly been enjoying myself out here. Uh, I really don't want to go in. I'm probably going to stay out here for maybe another hour. Uh, it is nice and shady back here, although I know the moment I say that, it's going to stop being shady back here. It's going to turn into a sweltering heat wave. Um, because that's just kind of, you know, what happens to me. I say something in the office, it'll oftentimes happen. But that is okay, because we are enjoying a day of aircraft spotting. And especially since we're out here in the backyard, we are able to uh, just sit down, listen to the radio, enjoy what the ra- enjoy what the radio has to say, and oh yeah, just have a blast. Uh, and that is exactly what we are doing. And. You know, I I think to where I was this time last year, it was 10 days after I took my first flight in an airplane and I was right up there with the clouds and, you know, pretty much on cloud nine, as as they say, right? And, And I think of where I am today. Have I had tragedy in my life since then? Yeah, I have. But through it all, through it all, the Lord has been there for me. Through it all, the Lord has been there for me. And I am so thankful, so grateful for what He continues to provide. This time last year, I did not have the Rexon or HP 530. 
This time last year, I had just flown in an aircraft, right? 10 days before. Uh, this time last year, while I was into aircraft spotting, I was not into it nearly to the degree as I am today. I didn't even really think, you know, the, the idea of plane spotting, right? I really didn't think that the idea of plane spotting, I didn't think that was a thing. And I came across a YouTube uh, channel where they were plane spotting. And I'm thinking, this is really cool. This is really awesome. And I began getting into it. 1524. Thanks very much. Have a great day. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be just a plane spotter. And I don't have a problem with plane spotters. I, I, I love plane spotters. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wouldn't have been for, for plane spotters, you know, being like, hey, yeah, you know, look, you can do this. Uh, Center, good afternoon. Or sorry, good morning. Delta you know. 1524 is with you. 310. And here I am just absolutely what a blast yeah, sorry about that what a blast and I have got to give credit where credit is due I am thankful that the Lord showed me a a means of getting into being an aircraft spotter or a plane spotter as many of them prefer to be called I think the Lord, he had a plan even for this. I really do believe that. The Lord had a plan even for this. And it was to bring him glory, to bring him honor, to bring him praise. To seek souls in need of a savior. Cessna Caravan that belongs to that physics company uh, just flew over again. And that is what we just heard. Again, from Cumberland, Maryland. Uh, so what it's doing around here, I am not real sure. But anyhow, you know, as I was saying before that beautiful aircraft flew over, was 
You know, I believe that God had a plan, even in this, right? That in, in this whole aircraft spotting or plane spotting that he has called me into, that I absolutely love, by the way. I'd love to get a job doing this. I, I'd love to, you know, actually make money doing this. I, I would. I, I, I would totally do it. Um, but it is to seek souls in need of the gospel. They are in every niche, right? No, no matter what the Lord calls you to, whether it's aircraft spotting or, you know, some type of artistic thing, you know, painting, music, uh, media content, creatives, whatever. Uh, you know, whatever he has called you into, it is imperative that you use that to bring him glory. To bring souls into a relationship with Christ. In all things that we do, we should be doing it heartily as unto the Lord. There's a passage in scripture, I was actually looking for it last night, and I know I'll think about it. Um, and I, I know I'll find it when I'm not looking for it. But I think it's in Ephesians or Colossians. Uh, but it says, do... Uh, it basically says, do all things as on to the Lord, right? So when, when you're aircraft spotting, in my case, <clears throat> you are doing so uh, with the understanding that this too is a ministry. I have had people, you know, tell me, well, you know, plane spotting or aircraft spotting, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh does not belong uh, in a sector with Christianity. It is okay to be a Christian. It is okay to be a plane spotter. It is okay to be both of those things. But it is not okay to it is not okay to merge those two things. And I completely disagree. I completely disagree because you know what. It, it, it's even, you know, like these Christians who are called into politics. And I personally question that one. But if you are called into a political, uh, you know, a political office, right? Who am I to say, oh, nope, nope, you're not allowed to go in there, right? Who am I to say that? Uh, the thing that I look at here is if you are called into that kind of a position, right? Even there, who you are as a Christian should shine through. Above all else, your faith that you claim to hold, that you claim to adore, the one you claim to love, the one you claim that died to take your place on the cross when you know when you knew full well that it should have been you hanging up there on that cross. It should have been you with the spear pierced in your side. It should have been you with you know, the, the crown of thorns on your head and bleeding and dying, paying for your own sins. It should have been you. But instead, Christ took our punishment, not when we were cleaned up and ready to come to him, but instead, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Okay? So, if we love the Lord as much as we say we do, we are going to glorify him in whatever he calls us into. Right. You know, I, I, uh, I know there's a lot of people who were into, uh, train, uh, what, what do they call it? Train, train spotting. 
<clears throat> and the thing that I think about is, again, if you are a Christian, if you are a born-again believer, right, then in so, as you spot these trains, seek to glorify the Lord. Seek to share with somebody the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, we have this platform here that we use on Anchor. And we have this podcast. And that is a great platform to share with people the gospel message. That is the one of the great forms of social media that we can use to bring God glory to share our faith, to share what is on our heart, to share what, what we are thinking about, and to hopefully relate to somebody, okay, or a group of people. You know, I, I know pilots who are Christians, okay, and some of them will openly declare the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a guy who a lot of individuals hate, uh, who I personally don't have any problems with. Um, they, they say, oh, well, he'll teach you, but he just teaches you the bare minimum to get up into the air. Well, okay. But are you asking questions? You know, he'll even tell you in his videos, I'm here to get you up into the air, right? I'm here to train you on how to fly. But he also says, if you have questions, ask. You know, I wonder how many people... How many people will follow the Lord, right? They, they say, I'm a born-again believer. I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm following after the things of Christ. That's great. Phone call. Vomit home. Message. Message. Remind me. Vomit and I'm getting home. a call here. Vomit home. As to what I was saying before I got the phone call, if you are a follower of Christ, that's great. If you are living for Christ, again, that's great. If you're praying to Christ, that's great. But I wonder if there is ever a time In your prayers, where you say things like, well, Lord, you know, your your word says in the book of John, and you quote scripture in your prayers. Now, the one thing that I think about is that is another way to show the Lord that you are serious about prayer. Now, how does this correlate to bringing him glory in, in the things that you say and do? Because again, you know, we have pilots uh, who are Christians who will openly declare Christ. And I don't know of any plane spotters or aircraft spotters that will openly declare Christ. Um, but here, here's the thing. Uh, when you're out in the field and you're plane spotting, when you're out in the field and you're, you know, flying or what, whatever you're doing, 
Are you declaring Christ in your actions? Are you sharing Christ in the things that you say and do? It's tantamount. I'm sorry, it's paramount. That's the word I'm looking for. It's paramount. That we share our faith. It's vital that we share our faith. And I'm going to even take I'm going to even take it a step further. It is commanded that we share our faith. It isn't suggested that we share our faith. It is commanded that we share our faith. So no matter what calling he has called you into, and I'm about done here, no matter what calling he's called you into, do that calling as if you're doing it on to the Lord. Yes, absolutely. But here's one more point. In that calling that he has called you into, don't forget, because there are people who you're going to encounter in that calling, who do not know the Lord. They don't. They don't know the Lord. They may have heard about the Lord, but they don't know him. And you may be the only person in that calling or in that circle of people who is actively sharing their faith, not just saying that they're a born-again believer in Christ, Not just living that they're a born-again believer in Christ, but going into the workplace, into that calling, whatever, and openly declaring their faith in Jesus Christ. Openly declaring what the Lord has done in their lives. Openly declaring how God has blessed them. Openly declaring how the people in that workplace, the people in that circle, the people in that, uh, and I don't don't really care for this word, but I'm going to use it anyway, the people in that community, right? You know, plain spotting community or whatever. Uh, the, The people in that location that you're at, they too can hear the gospel. And it starts with you. It starts with you. You know, it only takes one person for a whole group to hear and respond to the gospel message. It takes that one person following the prompting and the leading of the Holy Spirit in order that a number of souls may be saved. So, when I'm out here And I'm out in the field, rather I'm out front walking around or out back here in the backyard just, you know, recording the aircraft and and stuff that fly over. You know, I, I do these things in Jesus' name, but I also want to have the opportunity, even if it's in a small way, even if I'm just on, you know, one form of social media or even in person. This one small way, plant that seed for Christ. And or maybe, 
reap the harvest. Maybe somebody else planted a seed. Or maybe I'm a waterer. Maybe I'm watering the seed. Maybe, okay, but, but we have to be active in sharing our faith, especially in the technologically driven world that we are in today. We are without excuse. We are without excuse. We have blessing on blessing on blessing in this country. No doubt about it. Blessing on blessing on blessing in this country of the United States of America. With all the blessings that we have in this country, with all the favor that we have in this country, with all the gifts that the Lord has given us in this country, that the gift of freedom, and I'm not talking about the spiritual gifts, the gift of freedom, the gift of long life, the gift of prosperity. Now, I want to be careful with the whole prosperity thing because I don't want somebody to listen to this and think, oh, he's prosperity gospel. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Those, those, those folks are heretics. They're false teachers. But think about it. Our country can afford millions upon billions of dollars for projects that the majority of us as individuals either oppose or support or are neutral about. And yet, with all the blessings that we have in this country, you would think the church would be more active in sharing why we have all these blessings, in sharing who all these blessings come from. But we're not. And we have nobody to blame, folks, for souls lost in this country. We have nobody to blame for the wickedness of this country. We have nobody to blame except for the church itself. Yeah, I just said it. I put the blame squarely on the church. Maybe more than that, though, we ought to take a step up and say that it isn't the church's fault as much as it is the leadership of the church's fault. The pastors of the church, the elders of the church, who are failing locally their congregations, and then the congregations emulate the leaders. For example, I'll give you a prime example of this. King Saul. Was he a good king or a bad king? Well, by all accounts, everybody would say that he was a bad king. But how about when he first started out? When he first started out, he wasn't so bad. When he first started out, <clears throat> he was, you know, trying to uh, follow after the things of God. But he strayed. What happened when he strayed? Everybody practically went with him. Now, you're always going to have a remnant who will defy the leadership and they'll say, hey, you know what? This isn't right. I'm following the Lord. You're always going to have that remnant there. But the majority of people follow after their leaders. And this is something that I've been thinking about as of late. 
This is something that has been weighing on my heart as of late. When we talk about the church and how the church is failing, consider that if the church is failing, the leaders are failing more. And and maybe you need another example. Joash, right? The kings before him were wicked. Not Joash. Josiah. Again, the kings before him were wicked. Not Josiah. David. Again, the kings before him were wicked. Not David. Now, all of these kings had one thing in common. They were failed hum- they were they were flawed human beings and they failed at some point in their walk with Christ. Or in in their walk with God. But they all had another thing in common too. Let me check what that aircraft was. Recording two. Done. Pause. That was that uh, aircraft. The uh, Cessna. But anyway, the little the uh, caravan from the civics. Uh, science group people in Cumberland, Maryland. But anyway, they all had one thing in common, as as I was saying, before that beautiful aircraft flew over. They all repented. Yeah. They all repented before the Lord. And when a leader repents, a nation or repent. Remember the king of Nineveh? The king of Nineveh told all the people to Pray, fast, sit sackcloth, sackcloth and ashes and repent. Perhaps then the Lord will turn his anger away. Guess what? It took the leadership of Nineveh to tell the people to repent. Whoa, I think I turned that up, not down. Whoops. But anyway, um, the leadership has got to step up in the church. Instead of putting the blame on the members of the church, the leadership of the church needs to stand up and take responsibility. Hands down. They need to stand up and take responsibility. Not the people in the church. The people in the church emulate the leader. That's why we are called the sheep. 
That's why the leaders are called pastors. They are to shepherd the flock. It doesn't start from the bottom and trickle its way up. It starts from the top and trickles its way down. If the church is in such a sad state as it is today, it is because of the leadership of the church, failing the church, and I'm going to take it a step further, failing Christ. That is a hard one to deal with. I get it. It is. Hard for me to say it, too. But it is something that needs to be said. And the one thing that I go back to is, again, you know, I mentioned that word, the remnant. This is why we as the remnant have to be ever more fervently in prayer and ever more active in the sharing of our faith in the distributing of our faith as you will if if you will in whatever means whatever calling that the Lord has called us into so that is my rant for the day and uh, let me uh, get a check on the time here. It is one twenty-five in the afternoon. We have been out here for a good three or so hours. Did I turn my cellular data off? Let me double check that. I did now. Wi-Fi switch button off. Wi-Fi is off. Good. All right. recording Text field. So. I mean, wow, we've we've been out here for for a while. It is just such an absolutely gorgeous, absolutely beautiful beautiful day to be out here. Just praising the Lord, thanking the Lord. Enjoying the 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 company of the Lord, being in his presence and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. We are going to continue with the aircraft spotting. And I'm going to go ahead and put the phone down. I, I don't want to be holding it all day. Actually. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to put the phone down here and I will go ahead and turn the radio down we don't need it that loud if the phone is going to be right next to it um and I will be back. Just go ahead, let all this stuff out here, let it record, and let you guys hear 
what you shall hear. And, you know, maybe maybe this uh, spot will be a, a, a good uh, spot for spotting here in the future. Uh, this, this is a, a, a very interesting, uh, location. I never thought to come back here. Um, but here we are. And, uh, we've gotten a couple of aircraft that, that came through here. And that is a huge blessing. A huge blessing. And I think this will turn out to be a great podcast episode too. I, I really do. So. Anyhow. I will be right back. And enjoy. Turn that down. I was looking at the radio from the other side, uh, and I have the radio turned to where it's like upside down for me. So I turned the volume knob and I'm going, whoops, wrong way. (laughs) But we got it now. Okay. I'll be back and enjoy the ambience.
Alrighty, and that will do it for this episode of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast. My name is Timothy. I want to thank you all for joining us. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, complaints, you know what to do by now. But if you don't, here's what to do. Send me an email. My email address is available on the description of the podcast. And in just about every one of the episodes, in every one of the episodes, uh, in the, uh, well, I think after the 10th or so episode, we started publishing the email in every episode. Um, but the email address in any case is Timothy Clark Music at me.com. My website address is Timothy Clark Music And my name is Timothy. I want to thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast.